Hello, and welcome to the Lost Horror Podcast. This is your weekly podcast for all sorts of conversation about various forms of entertainment, but we mostly talk about movies here. Um, and uh, this week we're kind of going to focus on stuff we've been watching recently, sort of a grab bag. Uh, and joining me, as usual, is my co-host, Eric Sayor. I love doing this show, but I honestly wish I was watching Endgame right now. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of like a drug. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm actually gonna go rewatch it in theaters. Probably in like a few weeks when it come comes down. But like mm. at this point, I'm just always thinking about how much I like the end. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm just trying to find the most convenient times where I can go yeah. because it's such a long movie, but oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's hard. Um, yeah. Uh, but, um, I'm going to watch that movie at least, at least twice more. And I've already seen it once or twice before. So yeah. Um, it's yeah. Yeah. So, um, you're Arlen Harrow. First, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, this week we're doing just like uh, we're gonna talk Avengers, we're gonna talk Game of Thrones, but before that, we're just gonna get into what we've been watching because we've been watching some interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like and wanted to talk about what we've seen with each other. Uh, do you want to start? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can start. Um, so the I, I guess the thing that's most interesting that I've seen recently that I kind of want people to check out is uh, a Swiss-German film uh, by the name of Blew My Mind. I don't actually know the German title. I assume it's something like uh, Blau Meinen. Uh, I can't remember the word for mind. Um, but yeah, something something along those lines. Um, and uh yeah, it's a very interesting sort of coming of age story. Um, and we've had a lot of those recently, but uh, a lot of them focusing on young women. Um, that's sort of a, a sign of the decade you're in when we look back <laughs> on the uh, 20-teens or whatever. Because um, there's been a lot of them very recently. And this one is uh, its up there with some of the ones that we've seen here in America and some other ones that I've seen. Uh, other foreign films um and it's got sort of a supernatural element to it but it's not omnipresent it's sort of just uh used as a metaphor for all the kinds of changes that people go through uh when they are a teenager uh specifically uh young women (laughs) so yeah it's a very interesting movie and it I'm always fascinated watching anything from a foreign country because it always feels like I'm watching something different. But when when you pay attention to the details, it's really not that different at all. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of that. And also, I am currently learning German, so it was interesting on that level as well. Like, oh, and they're speaking Swiss German, which is a little bit different. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah so, I guess, did you watch it with subtitles? Uh, I did, but I was really trying to not pay attention to the subtitles. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
I was really trying to be like, okay, what what are they actually saying there? And just as far as I can tell, the Swiss have a weird accent. Um, that's that's the best way I can describe it. And I think their grammar might be a little bit different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was. But I guess the best way for me to talk about movies is always having other people ask me questions. So I guess do yeah. you have any? Yeah. Okay. So so I'm just looking it up because I I heard about it. It's like on one of my lists of things to watch somewhere i think but it's mm-hmm. like a it's a it looks like a directorial debut from a, or a director that's done some tv here like killing some killing eve episodes uh oh. so uh, i don't know if have you watched that, sh- that show no oh, but killing eve is like everybody knows about it at least here yeah. so yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah, yeah. No, so like how does it feel in that way does it feel like very much a first movie is it like a, yeah, is it, um, does it, it does... feel like you're watching something that's like oh yeah it's my her first time directing something I would, I, not in the sort of like it not in the way where you can like you can see that you can't see like uh flaws in the movie because it's like a first time like it feels very well thought out and it feels yeah. like somebody somebody put some money into it um and that's the that's the thing about a lot of european countries and even canada is uh the countries themselves will actually pay for movies <laughs> if you use enough actors from that place um because uh, a lot of those countries don't have a Hollywood, uh, so and they want there to be films that are distinct to that yeah. country. Um, so yeah, and it doesn't feel like anybody cheaped out. Like if you told me that this was a director who'd been working for you know fifteen years as making features, yeah. I'd believe you. Um, okay. But it's it's yeah, and it's very personal. I guess that's the that's the most that I could say in terms of like being a first time director, first time directors usually start with something very personal to them. Um, and this felt very personal. The experiences uh, that it describes felt very personal. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It sounds like it's a, a, a movie that's a lot about the relationship uh, between like uh, a, a, a young, young woman and her body and like maybe the director, like, putting her own experience into it. Yes. And also it's a lot about um, trying to, trying to figure out, figure way your way out out around other people, your age, like, what is that? (laughs) You know, Uh, (laughs) what is it? What is it to be an adult uh, with other people who are trying to figure out what it means to be an adult? Um, And how do you mess that up? massively um and in what ways do other people help or hinder you in figuring out what that means um all the while this this other this transformation is happening happening in the background subtly and slowly um and kind of undoing this person just a little bit um so yeah it's a it's very it's very well done um because when the transformation goes away, it feels natural. And when it comes back, it feels natural. It's never like, oh, that's right. This is a movie where there's a woman turning into a mermaid. It just it feels <laughs> cohesive. Um, 
it doesn't feel like they came up with this idea and at some point somebody should have said maybe we don't need the mermaid part the mermaid part still really works with the story that's yeah. being told um especially since there's this th this thing of well is she adopted or not um and there's this relationship between this character and her parents um which has that natural sort of teenager um you know negatively charged thing of they are you know maybe a little bit too strict and she's sort of trying to rebel against that but there's this other aspect that she doesn't really trust them because of these changes going on um that don't seem normal to her so yeah it's a it's a very i would say it's a very well done movie and i would definitely yeah, recommend it, it looks cool it looks like it looks like it's free on Tubi as well it's on mm -hmm. did you watch it on shutter yes i did um okay yeah yeah yeah, and it does look like it's available on Prime here at least. Um, yeah, no, here it's like it looks like it's on Shutter and Two uh, B TV, which is a free thing with ads. So uh, I'll probably look into watching it on that. Um, yeah. I, I want to move on quickly to something I want people not to watch because it's very <laughs> bad, and it's the new uh, the new Dumbo film, which which. I've seen like some positive buzz, kind of like a lot of people saying Tim Burton is back more or less. Because uh, right. I don't know, I haven't watched any of his films since I think uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Cap Factory, and I had to watch mm -hmm. a lot of his earlier work, even uh, just because uh, just until we did the the episodes on it. So right. So I don't know. I was on a Tim Burton high. I'm like, yeah, let's go watch this new movie. Uh, I heard some good things, and it's very bad. It's like, it's like interesting in that it feels almost like Tim Burton talking about himself. Uh, he's right. It's, yeah, it's he's talking. There's a like a big studio exec, and it's he's fucking uh, up kind of the artistic vision and the liberty of the smaller circus uh, mm. uh so it's like it's it feels in the same way that when we watch and talk about edward there's like some of himself in that film um, right. some of him talking about his career and which at the very least isn't just like him using him just doing aesthetics and that's it uh mm. but also it's like a it's like the script is trash. Uh, there's so many great actors like Colin Farrell and Evergreen and Danny DeVito and Michael Keaton, all which feel like they could all have nailed their characters if like what the the, the direction of the story was a bit different. I, I almost walked out like twice watching this movie just because I was just very, very bored. So yeah, don't watch Dumbo. Uh, just watch the original one and skip the bit with the crows. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, go watch Beetlejuice instead. Like that's way better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Watch any of the movies that we did for that episode because they'll probably be better. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, you're the you're the second person who's actually gone to see that movie of our extended friend circle, and I'm like, yeah. why? Why are you doing this to yourself? 
Um, but uh, yeah, I went with someone that wanted to go, and I'm like, yeah, sure. She I, she didn't like the designs of Missing Link, so I couldn't convince her to go watch that. So we watched Dumbo instead, and yeah, it was bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I, yeah. She hated it even more than me, so at least. At least I got out of it. Uh, right. That's a victory. Um, that's definitely, yeah. I, I mean, I'm glad that I know it's bad. Like, there's a difference between when people that you know dislike it. Um, so yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely so not going to be seeing that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing you should go watch is I I feel that you're gonna really like it uh, as much as I did uh, is High Life the new uh, Claire Denis film uh, right. a director I don't know as well as I wish I did because she's like one of those uh, modern directors not modern especially because she's been working for like 30 40 years but one of those directors a lot of like the younger great directors love to talk about like uh, Barry Jenkins and uh, Ryan Johnson, especially, I think both just recently did an interview where they're just like fanboying with her, uh, right? Them interviewing her, I mean, and so so I always felt like I should watch more of her films. I think I've watched one when I was in high school, but I don't remember much because who remembers movies they watched in high school, like literally at school. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but like, yeah, High Life is uh, a sci-fi film with uh, Robert Pattinson and uh, Jed Binoche. Um, Robert Pattinson is, again, incredible playing in the similar vein as a Good Time. I feel like yeah. the character he plays in Good Time and the character he plays in um, High Life are kind of similar in a lot of ways. It, it, the, the movie is... a, a they're on a, a bunch of like criminals are sent on a are used basically for a, a mission to get data uh, out of a black hole so they're sent into deep space at like 99% of the speed of light uh, towards the closest black hole to earth and uh, just to as an experiment and also, they're kind of being experimented on by uh, Jed Binoche, who plays the nurse of the ship, uh, and is who. And their secondary mission is to make uh, to have a baby in space while exposed to like very high radiation. So it's that the it's a story about like their conditions and life slowly deteriorating and also they're all not necessarily horrible people but kind of fucked up people uh a lot of, they're either they did crimes when they're very they were very young or did the uh, one of the girls is a is a crack addict was a crack addict there's no crack but it's like them being subjected to that ship where they feel their overall health and moral sorely they're training. And the only thing that's kind of keeping them together is that they're being, they get one drug pill a day and there's like a sex room on the ship. And it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, not it's, it's like a, a room where you go by yourself 
and that's made for giving humans pleasure um, Mm. enough pleasure that they they just can keep going another day Uh, and I think like it's a very it's the, the first thought I had, like, watching out at this movie and trying to describe it, it's like it's basically the opposite of Interstellar. Whereas Interstellar tells everything like an epic tale, this is just like scenes from a life and just mm-hmm. their life fucking sucks. And they're just trying to. They're already fucked up people and they're just getting more and more fucked up by their, their travel through space. Um, the movie is told also out of order and the storytelling is incredible. I think it's just like how the story told and how you're, you're kind of seeing what happens and what's going to happen is very well done. And I think just the, just the ending of the film is super, super powerful in a way. And I just want to rewatch it kind of just to, just to let it soak in, because it's one of those, those movies that you kind of let, let soak in. It's more about the individual scenes than it's about this. Like, it's not a, like a, the story in the end of itself is cool, but it's just kind of more a setting. And then you get those very human raw moments that like you get from like a, a French woman director that's been working for like fifty years and making the very raw human films. And I don't think she's ever done something like that, something that's sci-fi. So that's like even more, uh, just she's just using that kind of as a setting. But also, uh, when when the sci-fi is more than just the context, it's it's just very well done as a movie about being in space for that long time. Yeah. It... <laughs> Yeah, you're you're just you're you're selling me on a movie that I'm already sold on. But yes, yeah, like it, yeah. all of that sounds great. Like <laughs> Robert Pattinson in space uh, sounds like it. Actually, the entire idea sounds very compelling, and yeah. I I kind of got the idea that it might be sort of a uh, out of out of a sequence in the storytelling. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, the I'm also trying to not like spoil the good stuff because there's a lot of good stuff but i feel like that's it's a movie we're gonna talk about at the end of the year probably because at least in terms of performance uh both robert pattinson and jade binash are both incredible it's like uh, very much like best actor best supporting actress material and and in the last i think five or six years robert pattinson has put out like a good performance yeah one out of three out of those six years um like uh all-timer performance at the very least so yeah. i'm not surprised that you say he's great in this because yeah. that 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 tracks um between the rover and good time um i'm in for anything that he does at this point yeah um like uh, he sells me on a movie now <laughs> Um, and Bama, I still haven't seen the movie uh, Damsel, I think it's called. It's like a movie about, it's him and, uh, I think, him and uh, Mia Wasikowska uh, and a tiny horse. That's all I know about it. <laughs> I don't need to know anything else. I mean, I'm, 
I'm in. That's yeah. That, that sounds great. Um, yeah. Yeah. Especially Mia. You just said her name so perfectly. So I'll I'll just edit in you saying it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah. That. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm very in. Uh, yeah, that. no, that's just a movie I just wish I had seen last year. It came out last year. I just wanted to be just on Netflix or something to watch it. But yeah, High Life, highly recommend. Great sci-fi film. Uh, great atmosphere. Just feels like you're watching budget sci-fi, but it's feels like yeah, feels like you're watching one of those like '90s sci-fi show that was way way ahead of its time. Um, right but yeah. like all fit together and which that very like french raw feel mm. right so you can so what i'm getting is that you can you can tell that there was a budget but it's very yeah. artfully done so it doesn't yeah, yeah. matter the, like the yeah, the budget isn't like when it looks cheap it just feels like they made a cheap ship for criminals <laughs> mm, okay yeah, yeah. All right, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, well, it's a um, cool... yeah. Anything you want to talk about? Uh, let me think on it for just a sec. Um, I did watch another movie that's kind of old, um, pretty recently, called Up in the Air. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Um, is it the George Clooney Fire People's movie? Yes, yes. It's the oh, movie. Yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. movie where he goes around the country yeah. just letting people go um yeah. and it's, yeah, I, it's yeah i remember seeing yeah. that with my parents oh, wow well, but... <laughs> that's you have great parents um <laughs> my parents never would have taken me to this um yeah uh it's uh it's a movie that was always like on my list of things that i should get around to um and it was free on hulu so i was like yeah i'll check this out um and it's it's a very interesting movie. It's it's weird because if you never see a movie and it is one of those movies again that's on your list for so long, you get a vision of what that movie is in your head. Um, so when you come back to it ten years later and it's very different from what you were thinking it was, um, and it's you're just remembering the trailer from years ago. And this movie is very, um, it's very real. And I, I haven't looked into it, but I, I remember stories about how they used real like accounts from people who were getting let go at the time, um, and it was like it it felt like a time machine back to two thousand nine. Yeah, um, and it's it's crazy that that was ten years ago. Um, uh, but yeah, like there's this there's this sense of um, what am I thinking of? There's a sense of this movie feels like it's recording the moment and it's really just like living in it. Um, but it feels very relevant. Like it, no bit of it feels off. Um, even though things are in just kind of a different place now, um, it doesn't feel at all like it's a, but like it's out of time in any way. Um, but at the same, but again, at the same time, I feel like I'm back in 2009. Um, and but the movie's also just very charming, but it never lets that charm undercut some of the seriousness of what they're dealing with. Um, and it does an interesting thing of 
making the George Clooney character likable um, and making you kind of root for him, despite the fact that you kind of understand where the people getting fired are coming from when they just unleash just tons of insults at him. Um, And they say some very dark things. Um, And it's, yeah, it's just, it's a very effective movie. Um, And uh, I think Jason Reitman He's kind of underrated. Um, I don't know. It's I think this movie and the uh, the not the candidate the the runner up. I can't remember the name of the movie from last year, but it was the Hugh Jackman movie. Like yeah. that movie and this one, they make me really feel like we aren't looking at Jason Reitman for the the talent that he is necessarily um, for multiple reasons, of course. But yeah, um, so I. I I don't really have much else, much else yeah. to say uh, grand about it. But if you haven't seen it, uh, it's on Hulu, so go check yeah. it out. Yeah, it's a good yeah. movie. I, 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 I think I, I like. I remember being really invested in the film when watching it, but it's been like ten years, basically. So I don't know how much I can say about it. It's like, it's. I think it's the movie that made me get this picture of George Clooney in my mind that in my head, he always plays the guy from this movie. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 That's fair. Yeah. But it's, he's just so good at it. Just so good at being that like, this, this middle aged guy that's kind of set in his lifestyle and that just starts getting an exen- existential crisis about it. Um, <clears throat> and just, playing that internal struggle. And at this point, I think it's just George Clooney can do it in his sleep. But yeah, it's one of one of his like really good performances. I think he carries that movie here well. I, I do like Jason uh, Reitman's films in general. The one I've the ones I've mm. seen, I think that and uh, I think I haven't revisited Juno in a while, but I remember thinking it was very good. Uh, thank you for smoking as well. Um, I haven't. I, I the one I want to see is totally re- from last year that I heard great things about. Yeah, Tully's great. Tully's yeah. He he did two really good movies last year, which was yeah. uh yeah that was a that was a nice uh, nice I guess surprise. Um, yeah, Tully's great. The front runner. That's the movie that I was thinking of. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where else to go other uh, than maybe the big, the bigger topics that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Unless you had another smaller thing that you wanted to get to. Um, very, very small thing. Uh, so I fucking hate Sonic's teeth. I, <laughs> I just, I just hate them. They're bad. It he. He, he looks like a nightmare. I'm so excited to watch this movie. I'm going to go drunk on opening night. It's going to be a great time. <laughs> Just watch a nightmare on screen. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know how to feel about this. Like, I don't normally root for movies to be bad. Like, I, I want every movie to be good. I, yeah. I at this point, really want... Detective Pikachu to be good because why not? Well, why shouldn't people have a good video game movie and therefore a good Pokemon movie? Um, but yeah, like this movie, I don't, 
I want nothing, nothing but bad things for this film to come of it did, because. Uh, did you see that they announced today they're changing the design? What <laughs> the director came on Twitter and was like, "Yeah, we heard you loud and clear. We talked with Sega. We're changing the design for the movie that comes out in November." <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I want it to be even worse. I want it to look like just a guy in a Sonic suit. Just put wanna... Ben yeah. Schwartz in a like Sonic costume from like a just bootleg a bootleg Sonic costume from like one of those Halloween stores, right. and just then just have him run fast. Because <laughs> I mean, I feel yeah. like. I, I feel like his voice is kind of perfect. I think he has like great huh. comedic delivery. And I think just the jokes in the trailer are awful. And I think everything about that movie looks bad. But still, I just kind of want to watch it. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Um. Do you... So when I say Malcolm in the Middle, is that a reference? Is that a reference that yeah. is a thing? Yeah. Okay. So when I say the... Uh, Brian Cranston Speedwalker episode of Malcolm in the Middle. Does that ring any bells? No, I I, I, I don't know any. I couldn't. Like, I've watched a few episodes, but it, it's not. No. Okay, so, but I'm going to look it up. Yes, because there's an episode where he becomes a Speedwalker uh, professionally. Uh, I want Sonic to look like him in his Speedwalker costume. Um uh because oh yeah it's it's i know i know it's so great um i want ben shorts wearing that because <laughs> yes um that's it's so good um yeah like i would love it if it's just like the animation from those like gamecube commercials for sonic um yeah. <laughs> just 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 give us that um i'll take it um also if the movie doesn't have Escape from the city, where when Sonic is running away from a giant truck, I'm just gonna be disappointed because that's the only thing I like. Kind of legit want to see in the movie. Mm -hmm. right. I, I don't know if you know I mean, that, what I'm talking about or not. I, I do like, know just through pop culture and yeah. stuff like that. Like, yeah, I, I mean, if the last shot of that trailer is any indication, it's going to be so full of fan service guys in all the right places and ways Even that make sense. Even the, the first shot is the sound of the of him collecting a ring, and then there's the dash sound. It's, like, filled with, like, those bad things, all this, that fan service stuff. But also it's, like, it doesn't look like a thing even fans would enjoy which kind of mm -hmm. is a failure and I, the i i don't know if you you're the director of the movie it's his first time making a a full feature he's um he made an oscar nominated short he directed and wrote an oscar nominated short that's about a gopher that's very bad uh <laughs> very bad I, I watch it. It's on YouTube and Vimeo. You can uh, go for uh, go for breaks or something like that. Uh, go for broke. 
Uh, just look up GoPro on Google, and it's the first <laughs> result that comes up. Uh, I'm so angry. <laughs> yeah, it's about a gopher that's trying to make holes so that a truck that's passing by with uh, vegetables drops vegetables on the ground so that, and then they get stolen by other animals. It's very, it's it's. I don't know how that got an Oscar nomination, but I don't know. Two thousand six was a wild year, I guess. <laughs> when they started giving out that award for the first like few years and also the writers are like one of the writers uh, main credit it's is um cloverfield paradox a movie that that i haven't seen oh. but i've heard you talk enough about that <laughs> i don't feel like i need to see <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah so okay um so okay yeah that's all i had to say about sonic i don't feel like we need to talk about it more <laughs> it made me more yeah. excited for the de- detective pikachu yeah yeah that that movie I, I i'm hearing good things from people that i trust so yeah. that's that's a good sign um it might not matter if uh if endgame continues to just destroy literally everything um which is a excellent segue that i didn't even plan uh if we are if we are ready to talk some 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 avengers and stuff like that so if you Um, haven't seen endgame uh we're gonna talk about that movie i feel like i heard someone describe that movie as just a big long spoiler so and i kind of agree so uh come back when you've seen it Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you're back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, at one point, a man punches a fucking giant space whale, and uh, that's all I need to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. It's so, a fucking crazy movie. Yeah. Um, I think. I. Okay, so I love this movie. I love watching it. I think it's just. Mm-hmm one of the best marvel films it's a perfect ending to this like what we talked about last week is that we wanted a good ending to the iron man and captain america story and i feel like it's better than i even could have hoped for they executed on both those characters so well uh and they did a lot with all the original avengers i feel some of it i i kind of i'm not super a fan of just thinking about it but just while watching this film i'm always having a great time there's no like uh like almost every joke lands um oh every emotional beat is just like it feels like you always feel like the movie wants you to feel i think i think and it's just the the it, it uses what they've done with the last 20 films to just nail you on every point and you know those characters already so well that you're just all in on them and i it's it just i feel like it's just the perfect ending to the 20 the the what started with iron man ends with this and now i'm kind of excited to see where it goes after that yeah yeah it, it feels it feels like a solid like this is an end point 
And this is a place going forward where we can just say to people like, yeah, just start from Spider-Man Far From Home. You don't need to watch yeah. anything before that. You like, <laughs> and I hope that that's true. Um, because yeah. Um, cause it feels like a definitive ending. And I, re- that's something I really like about that, yeah. that despite the fact that a lot of people preemptively were very angry that they knew Spider-Man was coming back for his own movie, then it ruined the, you know, the, the stakes of the end of infinity war. I feel like they, they answered that very quickly. Um, and they really like lived in it and sort of stayed with sort of the feelings that you had at the end of that movie. Um, and I think that was really smart. And I think they, they crafted a very good movie that it doesn't feel like a movie really. That's, that's like the biggest problem with it is it's not really a movie. It's like three, mini movies <laughs> that no, are all you know what put together i think it, um, for me as a movie by itself it's it's hard to qualify that as a movie by itself but, but if mm-hmm. like i i feel like watching it i always had the comparison with infinity war like thinking about it i always compare it with infinity war because it's the closest mm-hmm. thing we have and right. i i think this for me the execution is way way better on every on everything they they do like i think a lot of people like infinity war because of what it dared to do at the end but i think like mm-hmm. the execution of everything they do in endgame is better than even infinity war at, at its best that's what that's how i felt watching it like right. the first 15 minutes with with Thanos, the the every the the forty five minutes after that of dealing with everyone of everyone dealing with uh, right. five years of fucked up world, the time heist, mm-hmm. the battle at the end, every every one of those element uh, of those things is better. I liked more than everything in Infinity War. I think, but yeah, uh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, that that's just yeah. how because I didn't. I talked about how I felt yeah. about like what the like centering that movie out around Thanos, but like how they try to treat that character and how he actually is. There's a discrepancy, in, there's a difference in my head that I can't just I mean, put together. I'll be honest, I think this movie addresses that, and yeah. I think it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely I think, does. I think yeah. that. I think that you kind of have to put them together. That's the other thing. Yeah. I can't separate them in my head. Like, I'm going to have the same problem with these two movies that I have with Lord of the Rings, where I can't just watch one of them. Yeah. I can't. Like, I'll force myself sometimes to watch Return of the King because it has an ending. But if I uh, find myself watching Infinity War at any point, I will just I'll just put on Endgame. Like I won't be able to stop yeah. it. <laughs> and I, I think they are inextricably linked. Um, and I don't think, but at the same time, I don't think Endgame works without Infinity War. I don't yeah. think it works nearly as well. Um, I think that because they spend so much time developing Thanos and making him a complex character in Infinity War. I'm willing to accept that he's a little bit more two dimensional in Endgame because I already they already did that work. Um, yeah. 
and I don't need them to do it again. They did that, and I have that, and I can accept that it's the same character, and that we're now seeing it from the hero's perspective again. Um, but you know, it's a thing that Endgame does is it kind of shits on a lot of tier things about Thanos, but like not just the, not the character of Thanos, but like the fan appreciation mm. of Thanos. It's like, yeah, yeah. There's like, <laughs> Thanos comes back. There's the other worlds. Thanos and it's, he's like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna kill half the people. I'm just gonna make a world where they're grateful because I or something. <laughs> I don't know I, what his plan well, is, but it's like very dumb, and it's like well, oh, it's yeah, like that I'm, guy's an idiot. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So, throughout Infinity War, I think what that movie does, uh, I think that this this is why I actually give Infinity War a lot of credit is, okay. I think you were you were bouncing up against what that movie was trying to do, which yeah. is trying to sell you on the idea that Thanos might be a reasonable guy. But I think that was the point of that movie, so that you could watch that movie and come out of it uh, understanding that character and not just immediately rejecting him as a person. Yeah. So that when we get to this movie and we realize, oh, he's fucking crazy. <laughs> he is a fucking monster. He, he's like just an evil madman that just kind of mm -hmm. wants to do a thing and convince himself it's like the right thing. And then it's not even like and then there's another and then you go back like i feel like the time difference between the two matters a lot because that second mm. that future tenos like convince himself because he's so that's the only thing that's driving him at this point and the other right. one is like kind of a bit younger and has that plan but it's not like completely consumed him and you can kind of see who is who what and what is it could come up with that plan in the right. first you place see, yes you see the pieces there yeah. and you're like oh okay like it's it's a lot like and this is i know this is a great description it's kind of like the people who just when when hitler showed up on the scene <laughs> in, in 1930s germany and they didn't he hadn't done really anything terrible yet he had just like just started he just started out he'd burned down a a, a public building that was about it uh and it's like the slow reveal of everything that's coming later that's thanos that's what well, this movie yeah. is this is the end of the war as things are going bad and you're realizing oh this person's a maniac uh and uh yeah that's and that's i think that's the best way to describe it is that first movie is the early years um and this is just, and it's weird to say that, even though temporally one is after the other. Yeah, um, it's it's, but yeah, I, I I love how just fucking evil he is, though. I love it. I love that he's like, I'm yeah. going to enjoy destroying everything. Um, and it just it sets up these stakes, and it's like, oh, he's a he's a bad guy, and I'm gonna really enjoy watching every character get a chance yeah. to punch and him in the face. And the movie not starts, but you get straight up the five years late, five years in a world with half the people, and it isn't better in any conceivable way. Everyone right. is fucked up because of it. You get you, you get to see actual people 
just like trying to still cope with the with what mm -hmm. happened uh you 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 see just kind of empty still kind of empty fucked up world that no one is just like trying to fix yet it's not like right. like like Tino's plans was to make a better world and it's not like it's right it's worse in every possible way the, the only you, yeah yeah the yeah, only the thing only you have is like oh you have a whale in the Hudson yes. or something yeah we were going for the same thing yes yeah. um yeah <laughs> i was gonna say the only sentient life that was happier were the whales because yeah, yeah. um but yeah like like the when scott asked that little boy like what happened and he just like starts to break down and cry yeah. um it's so fucked um yeah but it's and it's so effective um and i really love the scene where scott is like going up to those monuments yeah. um and there's a and bunch of people there and you can mm -hmm. feel that those people come every day or every week yes yeah yeah it's it's very it's, effective no it's just it's it's all those things i'm talking about when i'm mm. talking about execution where I think, like, what Infinity Ward does, I don't want to shit on it that much, is kind of impressive on a theoretical level. But for me, like, the execution itself just, like, a lot of scenes mm -hmm. in it I just don't like. I don't feel like the characters that are meeting for the first time have any chemistry. But, like, right. Endgame is all chemistry. Like, all those characters are just you know they're great mm -hmm. together and they're like in a new like when tony stark comes back when captain marvel brings him back and he's just so angry he passes out that's yeah. that's like just so it feels so raw and so unlike every anything i've seen that character do in this yeah. in this franchise mm -hmm. i think it's some of his best acting mm -hmm. since the first iron man movie maybe um yeah. yeah some of his best work yeah. uh in the whole series like it's it's so raw and it's it's the kind of stuff that i do think i was missing from infinity war like that that conversation between him and cap where he just like spits his own words back in his face and he's like what was it you said we'll do it together yeah. um and he's just like and you weren't there you, you were gone um and i love that and i love the sort of the consequences of the previous movies really like coming coming to bear yeah. um and that was the other thing like there's so much payoff for the previous movies and if if you even watched half of them like you'll get yeah. so much out of this yeah. um it's just it's crazy um and i think that it really it makes civil war feel i i like i I think that the consequences of that movie are just so much higher. There are so many other movies that I think of much more highly now after seeing this. Um, characters who I want to revisit. I've talked a lot about wanting to rewatch *Thor: The Dark World*. <laughs> yeah, uh, because of this movie. Yeah. So I, I yeah. wouldn't. <laughs> I, I still wouldn't. wouldn't. Yeah, I but... wouldn't. But I'm like, maybe yeah. Rene Russo was like really good in that movie, and like. <laughs> and but she's really good in this movie though so yeah. maybe you don't oh, need she is. Dark world. Um, uh, speaking yeah. about Thor 
I'm still not sure how I feel about his character, what they did yeah. with him. Like, I think yeah, a lot yeah. of the stuff with him being depressed and just lock, locked in with his friends playing video games and getting drunk, I... I I like it conceptually. Uh, what mm. I'm not a fan is like 20 fat jokes with him just looking like it's a fake thing. Like it doesn't even look good. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's just like, it feels, I don't know. It feels too, in a film with yeah. so many great jokes and mm. that's like so good at making fun of its characters without like, he could, he could have just been the drunk guy, right? <laughs> yeah, I think it's. It, I have complicated feelings about Thor because my feelings kind of date back to the ending, not even the ending, the post-credit scene from Ragnarok. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of my problems with Infinity War are they almost immediately undo a lot of stuff yeah, from yeah, Ragnarok. So much, so much. They they yeah. just like take all this character development away. They give him his eye back. And then it felt like in parts of this, the, the drunk Thor and all that, it felt like a reaction to people saying, yeah, kind of want them not to undo that. And it, it felt like course correction. Like, okay, well, we had to sort of undo our undoing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it felt like sort of like hastily trying to bring us back to where we were at the end of Thor Ragnarok um, and not doing as good of a job. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like, yeah. Uh, and, well, yeah. I agree with your point about Infinity War and Ragnarok because I feel like I, th- I think Ragnarok is the best MCU movie. I think I'd call it like probably. Yeah. If I had to I, pick one, I think that's either it's it's probably that one. Like it's such a smart pick, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one or Guardians, like those are my two. Like yeah. like when I like if you were to ask me, you know, what MCU movies would I put on like top twenty-five lists or top ten yeah. lists of just all movies of all time, yeah, I would put one of those two. I would probably put yeah. Guardians because you don't need to know anything about the MCU to watch Guardians and enjoy yeah. it. Um, so I feel like I, I haven't seen Guardians in like a couple of years, so I I'm not sure about. I like I need to watch it. I know I. I feel like mm-hmm. my feelings of Guardians two kind of made retroactively put Guardians lower on my list, but I still I haven't seen it since I've seen Guardians two. Yeah twice so so that's probably why but like yeah, yeah Ragnarok is just like such at the same time as being just a perfect comedy and a perfect use of those characters it's also just mm. like a, a, a smart movie that talks about colonialism in a way you would think about and just yeah. just, just very well done in every way I mm. so yeah. yeah 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 so a lot of yeah, a lot of it feels like a curse correction and feels like, I don't know, maybe just like you don't need fat jokes, fat jokes in your movie. Like it's not, right? it's like, it's not funny. It's not, it doesn't make it mm. better. It's just like, 
boring yeah. and mm-hmm. like you had the like the Fortnite joke where him speaking to the yes. kid was <laughs> that was way funnier than yeah anything else in that scene <laughs> like, yeah. him yeah. being drunk and sleeping in the corner of the meeting room him just looking for the wine when they when they go back uh, to Asgard just like all that works just like really yes. really works yeah i think that works I, so you don't you yeah. didn't have to make him like just make mm-hmm. him not like not just make him look like a normal dude i feel like that right. would have worked with, with him just not having muscles anymore I feel, I feel like that was the intent also like yeah. i think chris hemsworth doesn't want to work out anymore like he doesn't <laughs> he wants to just like he wants to like lose the muscle a little bit and like just be like you yeah. know kind of you know not ripped he wants to like look good still and like live like a normal person who can like yeah. eat a hamburger if he wants to you yeah. know like, that's yeah. what he wants um and i feel like that's what this was in service of but like they didn't need to go ridiculous and give him a giant yeah. fat suit. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I feel like um, that's just, yeah. Yeah. I don't but know. At the I, same time, I, I, I have, yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate that when he like summons his powers that he's still fat. So like it's, I have complicated yeah. feelings. Um, yeah, I have complicated feelings about it. Um, like if, yeah, if, um, if Guardians Tree has a bunch of fat jokes, I just can't. I think that so I, I think that what we're gonna see in Guardians 3 is that uh the two Chris's are like best bros by that point. Like, oh, like I hope <laughs> and everyone else hates them. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Like they're like the ultimate buddy cop team and everybody else is just over it. Um yeah. that's what I want. That's that's one hundred percent what I want. That's that's the best idea I've heard. Oh yes, okay. Like like they're completing each other's sentences and they're like, uh, yeah, like they're totally just like into it and they're both like enjoying going on adventures and having fun and yeah, like that's what I want. And like Starlord gets to be an asshole and he's like to watch his back. He's like, look, I have Mm -hmm. the god that can back me up when. I say an insult like an insulting thing to someone way more powerful than me. That yeah. yes, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's what I want. Give it to me, James Gunn. I trust you. I trust you. Yeah. Even though <laughs> I didn't like Guardians too, I do. I still trust you. Uh, yeah. So uh, make it happen. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, um. I don't know where it's. Uh, uh, I. Do we want to talk it, about Scarlett Johansson since we're yeah. kind of still in the uh, not not bad range, but like the, okay. the stuff that kind of made us uncomfortable? Because I assume I, you kind of maybe had similar feelings. Uh, about I, I'm her. I'm way more uh, ambivalent on Scarlett Johansson. Uh, I've heard like some companies of people that are like she never had anything to do, so this doesn't feel like a payoff. Mm-hmm to that character but i feel yeah. like that's one part where i feel like uh, for me the execution outdid like the history of the character i think that whole sequence on um vermeer mm. 
is it Vermeer or Morag? I don't. I think it's Vormir. Vormir. Anyway, yeah. Vormir, Vormir. Yeah, that whole sequence when they're both like just talking to each other and just, they know what yeah. has to go and they fight and that I think that was just very well done and mm. as soon as they go you know like as soon as they go yeah. you know that one of them isn't coming back and mm. I feel like they talk about uh, Hawkeye's family so much that you know he's coming back mm. and I I don't know I, I, feel, I feel like knowing they're making a Black Widow makes it not as bad as it could have been like right. if that was it for her character if we were never gonna see Black Widow again she's like one of the original Avengers that never had like a character arc and I feel that kind of sucks mm-hmm. and I'm I, yeah I'm, yeah I don't also, I feel like and they did a lot of great things with her in this movie like her being shield basically by I, herself like yeah i, I like that I, stuff i like her running yeah. things that's that's the yeah. stuff that i like um yeah i don't know like i've i have complex feelings about her mostly a lot of it has to do with the fact that i feel like she has suffered she has suffered the most from every movie having a different director more than yeah. any other character like nobody else okay. has really gotten the downside of that like joss whedon had a clearly very different vision for that character than what the Russos have had. And And that vision sucked. Like what yeah. Ultimately yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That that makes it the whole thing kind of worse. I actually forgot about that for but yeah, Ultron Ultron did just the worse with her character. They just they just ignored it and erased it. Like her in Civil War is the character that we expected after Winter Soldier. She is yeah. not the character who went through the events of Ultron. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, like she is she's not a consistent character except in the Captain America movies. Yeah. Um, like that's the most consistent she's been. And there's some threads from those sort of that come into this movie because she's not really a character like a lot of characters were in the last movie. A lot of them were really just like kind of flat except for tony um and that's that's an that's an admitted problem that i have with infinity war as well um but she did have some stuff that was interesting in the beginning of this i don't know if i really like the execution of her death mostly and i think it comes down to the music and it felt kind of cheaper than when they did gamora's death like gamora's death really affected me and i thought it was very well done and I thought using the exact yeah. same music, like not not just like you know the composers using sort of the same you know notes, like it felt like they just clipped that bit of the soundtrack from the last movie and played it again. Oh, yeah. um, I feel like this is where it shows a, that you've seen Infinity War way more than me because I didn't notice that. Yeah, it, uh, well, I, I'm I'm the person who will like listen to score and soundtrack yeah. a million times on its own. Yeah, um, I've listened to the uh, song, the track called "Portals" from this movie a uh, hundred times already, at least. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, because yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, um, uh, yes. Um, so yeah, like, but the fact that they it it sounded even in my first viewing like. 
they just cut out that bit of the score. They didn't compose, they didn't recompose. It wasn't sort of a reference or a nod to that music from Infinity War. It was the same down to the down to the beats and down to the um yeah, just down to everything. Like it felt like they were just like cutting to that music, which is smart, but you should still maybe do something a little different, add yeah. something else that makes it specific to that character. Like if I'm I think Black Widow does have a theme that has sort of been running through some of these movies, uh, like her own music theme. And if even like music from let's say back in Iron Man 2 like the music that because I know she had a theme in that movie if even yeah. that had played over the theme that played as Gamora died like that's that's instantly more interesting to me than just cutting out the music and again it just made it feel a little cheap to me yeah. but otherwise I do think it's effective I think Scarlett Johansson's performance is really good as is Jeremy Renner's um, yeah I, I, I think, think they're both doing a lot with characters that didn't mm. have a lot to do and I think they're just like very good in those movies and all those movies, mm. even when like the movie isn't giving them like kind of what they they kind of deserve. Um, and I, I am, I'm hopeful for the for the Black Widow movie to just like end that character well. Uh, it's probably gonna be a prequel. I think. Yeah. I think we all know that, but I I didn't hear like a, a, a theory that's like, well, if Cap brought back the Soul Stone, so her soul is no longer in it, so maybe she gets to come back. But like, I don't, I don't, I can't imagine a world where they do that just because I, I don't know. They, it, yeah, I don't think even Scarlett Johansson wants to be like a tertiary characters in those movies anymore. Hmm. Yeah, like I don't. She doesn't. She doesn't need to come back. Um, yeah. And she can. She can focus on making other movies and uh, uh, spending the time to make sure that those movies are the right role for her. Scarlet, yeah. uh, if you're listening, uh, take that advice and take it. Take it to heart. Uh, uh, that way, you don't get yourself in trouble like you have uh, multiple times. <laughs> multiple <saying>. times. <laughs> multiple times. It's getting a little suspicious i have to admit <laughs> so uh yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. You just think about it just think uh before you take your next role um so yeah uh but um yeah otherwise i think she was great in this movie yeah. though and i and i i feel like it's a good way to close out that character i will yeah. say um yeah. at least in idea um yeah if they bring her back we talk about the, uh, yeah yeah uh, yeah, I, I yeah, don't want. No. I don't want them to do that. I don't think they they're, they're gonna do that. But I just heard that theory, and I'm like, it's gonna stay yeah. in pain. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Think I was just gonna say, can we talk about all the awesome parts in that movie? Yeah. Like they do an yeah. actual fucking time heist, and then so good. Like, <sighs> they just like put on the suits, and then Cap does the speech, and I'm like <laughs> as hyped as they are. Like. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. so good it's like such a great idea and then the again like every part of it you get like okay the weirdest part of all that time heist is that you have war machine and nebula together until they, until yeah. they start talking and it's like oh yeah that's a good pairing actually i like that mm -hmm. 
It's a really smart pairing yeah. for these characters. Um, yeah, like yeah. yeah, it's it's really good. Like there's so many smart things that they do. Um, and you know, somebody was I, I was watching something or listening to some sort of stream about it, and they were like, "Well, why didn't they just go back to 2014 and steal the stone, the reality stone from a?" Uh, uh, Benicio del Toro's character. Yeah. I was like, well, you wouldn't get the stuff. <laughs> you wouldn't get some of the other stuff that we get from this movie. You wouldn't yeah. get Thor and Rene Russo um, or Rocket like coming up from behind a chair about to attack Natalie Portman. Um, <laughs> clearly from a deleted scene from Dark World. <laughs> um, <laughs> she uh, she, yeah, she... she... She recorded some audio for this film, I heard. That's good. But That's no good. no footage. She she said no. I don't give a fuck. Mm. Imagine Imagine the world where Patty Jenkins got to direct Tour 2 and now and in, we've mm. never had Ragnarok and I think Tour in that movie Tour dies and she becomes Tour. Oh god, that would be interesting. Like that would be very... like yeah, that's another thing I heard like on on I think Waypoint's podcast, but that's just cuz that's like who is Thor in the comics now, I think, or she got to be she was like, uh Yeah, she was. Okay. Yeah. She, she was she for was a while. For a bit. But yeah. Yeah, but I can imagine a movie that tries to a Patty Jenkins films that tries to set up something in that vein and mm. that movie never existing and we got the mess that Thor 2 was but we still got but then we get Ragnarok and we get the new Thor which is incredible but and we get to Rock think about like Rock. when I think about her character now I always think about that that possibility and I, mm-hmm. I think Natalie Portman would have made a great super yeah I think she could have been interesting yeah um <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be something. Um, yeah, because I feel like she always gets the shorter than the sticks stick in these sort of blockbuster yeah. things. Um, uh, and I think Patty Jenkins could have given her something interesting to do in a movie of this of this scope. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, like the, uh, the time travel yeah. stuff, it just Central. gives us so many moments. Uh, like we get resolution to plots that haven't been a major thing for a while but we still get like tony and his dad sort of like resolving some of their stuff um yeah. without his dad really real realizing it um like it just works um really well um yeah the whole thing during adventure avengers one of like cap in the elevator and you think you're yeah. gonna get another elevator and then you get the hail hydra and it's just beautiful mm-hmm. just it's so good it's so good and yeah i love i love ant-man's line how how did you not realize they were bad guys they look like bad guys yeah. um <laughs> just so yeah. so good um and it was really good seeing those actors back like yeah. uh seeing the guy in the glasses back um because he was he was kind of a big deal if you were watching agents of shield at that time and if you were like really into the mcu which i was very heavily yeah. into the yeah, MCU yeah. at that moment um yeah i remember yeah. him a lot from agents of shield 
Um, yeah, no, it's, it's so great. And then they get back. No, also, uh, the ancient one, like Tilda Swinton is just mm-hmm. great, great actress. I think they use her even better in this movie than they do in Doctor Strange. Yeah, they really do. She's yeah. she's she is charming at the same time as being like a total badass. Like she just like pushes Hulk, like Banner's soul out of his body. Um, just yeah, it, it all that stuff really works. They have a lot of chemistry and like. I love the moment where he's like, then why did he give the stone away? And her like processing that information. Um, and it's it's really good. And she brings her all. Like they have like little cameos in this movie, and every time it happens, the people they just do a great job with it. They yeah, yeah. they they bring their A game for like a scene. Um, and it's really kind of cool um yeah, yeah. That, like mcu's built this universe where you can have those references and they feel special to us um but at the same time because of the actors that they've had in the past and because of the people who they've worked with uh it doesn't feel out of place and it it just feels like you're pulling everything that you can from the past it feels like you're making use of everything even things that you know might have seemed like they were thrown away or that they were disposed of um and i think that that was really smart uh yeah. and i think that's that's what time travel allows you to do um yeah. if and you I, I love how they explain the it mm-hmm. i love how they set up time travel as this creating universe things the way they Actually, that scene with the ancient one and and Hulk, where you're, he, she's like explaining that you remove the stone and you fuck up the universe and we bring it back to the exact same point and let that universe be okay, I, I, I and then it works all the way through until the end when you see Cap and then you're like, oh shit, Cap was already there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they, they've explained that apparently, or the Bruces have said that there's a reason for that, which was sort of yeah, setting up a cap four if that ever happens, um, which I'm very into. So Yeah, yeah, but like they don't even have to explain yeah, it because you get the scene in uh, Civil War when you see her kids, but you don't see the husband yeah. and... Yeah. Uh, and then, but like it, yeah. it kind of changes that scene where, where, like, she knows that he's gonna come mm-hmm. back at some point, but he he hasn't yet, so she has to fake it. It's great. Right. I, I like the idea of that. I think it it's like for for a second I was like, yeah, yeah, that doesn't work with what the whole movie was setting up. And then you're like, oh no, that's just something that already happened in that universe. Yeah, we we exist in the universe where he came back. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and he's always been there. It's just, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, a, yeah. and even if it does, even if somebody wants to argue that it does break the rules, I don't care, because it works so well. Like, uh, you know, I've I've always been the person who will yeah. tell you, Cap, the first Avengers, maybe one of the better Marvel movies, and I've always been sort of a a, a stan, as they say, uh, yeah. for that film. Um, and they pay off that movie so well in this. They, they, they pay off the "I had a date" line, which is still like 
maybe the most heartbreaking ending to one of these movies ever. Um, and I, I thought the way that they resolved Cap stuff was all, I thought that was all perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought you know, giving I, it to Sam made sense, all that stuff. Um, yeah, giving it to Sam's Bucky just smiling creepily in the back. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He looks serene, but he just kind of looks a bit creepy. I'm excited for that yeah. TV show. I, I want to see them again mm-hmm. together and see what they do with that. You kind of done that earlier. I hate you. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's so it's so good. They have a lot of chemistry, and I think that show is going to be very, very interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's good, good pick. Yeah. Um, we yeah. haven't spoken about like the last hour of the movie, <laughs> like the final fight, which is yeah, like. I don't know. I don't think we need to get into detail, details, but it's just a bunch of really cool moments. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, of course, of course, Cap, Cap using the hammer is the best. Just the best. It, yeah. I kind of screamed a bit, like everyone did in my theater on opening night, and then I kind of screamed a bit again on the second time I saw it. Is Yes. Yeah. There's definitely a reaction. Um, yeah. yeah. My my first screening was at 2 a.m. in the morning, uh, and there was still like audible noises. Like yeah. nobody got up. I, I think in my entire first screening, like I think two people left at any given point. Um, and one was right yeah. next to me, and he had already seen the movie. Um, so yeah, like it's it was in, but it was insane. Like that moment played so well. And I like there are things that I personally love, like Thor's reaction to it happening is so yeah. great. Um, yeah. It's just it's so delightful. Um, yeah, and like, then he kind of just wrecks Thanos for like a, a minute, and that's mm-hmm. also really cool to look at. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like how they, I like how they introduce like. They have them be at their most powerful, and they can, they mm-hmm. still get wrecked because yeah. he's like on another level for the three of them, and mm-hmm. then just Captain Marvel is basically on the same level as he is, uh, except he has like a power sword, so or she's yeah. probably stronger. I don't like it, it's not. Probably. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. I don't so know he, <laughs> when he gets her in the head and she doesn't move. It's beautiful. It's so good. Her look, her look of like what? What? <laughs> what? What? What you gonna do? Like it's so good, and he, yeah. he fucking pulls out the power stone and fucking. Uh, it's just yeah. Uh, there's just so many moments in this where yeah. it's like that's exactly what you would what you would want them to do. Um, yeah. but and earlier, so earlier in the fight when it's just the three of them, like there are so many things that I didn't realize until I was sort of thinking about it that are callbacks to the first avengers movie like the fact that it's the three of them and that the three of them fought in that forest back yeah. in the first avengers and there are little things like him powering up cat or powering up uh tony suit yeah and, like, it's just like yes and like the shield and the hammer and like it's just it's really good the, that, that fight is really good um it's as good as i w- could have hoped for it to be um but I, I like you said they still get their asses handed to them kind of um and that moment when the the moments before everything gets really crazy where it's just like cap like trying to get up um, yeah that was agonizing that shot but it was is crazy. like that shot yeah. that looks like basically a, a french renaissance painting like yes 
It's superb. I I love it. I was in awe of it the first time I saw it. I I, I just need like a I need a high res shot of it. I just want to look at it mm-hmm. again, like outside of the theater, because it's just like in the moment. Both times it felt so good. It's just like mm-hmm. it's beautiful. It's like that character in a nutshell. You're just waiting him to say to say I can do this all day. <laughs> you're just waiting it for it. You already had it earlier, it, yeah. but that's like he doesn't even have to say it because you know. It's just it's part of his being. Like yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna fucking take on a whole fucking army on my own, and it's just it just fits yeah. so well. Um, and that's the thing. Like I I am somebody who kind of always wants Cap to be like like preaching at bad guys like i kind of always want him to have that moment where he's like telling the bad guy why he's wrong um but i kind of love that in the movies he doesn't need to he just like he just lives by example kind of like i don't i don't need to tell you why you're wrong i know that i'm right and you're yeah you're the bad guy um so fuck you (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) uh but he would never say fuck you of course yeah Um, until this movie um and then you get the portals and you get everyone there, and it's and it's <sighs> tears, and it's just like, yeah, such yeah. a good moment. Like everyone's there, <laughs> everyone is there. Like I, I've compared it to uh, the moment when the elves show up in the two towers. Yeah, times a million. It's 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 that times like in times infinity. Um, because it's just like all these holes open up and when you watch it again and you see like, you know, screenshots and the people who decided to take pictures, you see the ravagers, you see fucking Howard, the duck is in there at some point. Like (laughs) just like everybody's there. Like I've been saying, I wouldn't be surprised if you look closely, you can see Sylvester Stallone as fucking what's his face as Starhawk. Yeah. Um, Like if you just look, you can probably see every character who's ever been on screen before. Um, and I, I, I'm so into it. Like magicians and Wakandans and fucking just everybody just showing up and uh, it's a fucking battle royale. Just you, you, you know who wasn't into it? Mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't. She, she wasn't into it. She was. She was yeah. in front of a green screen. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know. It's just so funny to see her, like, put on that suit and just like look like she doesn't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. Like, the only room where I was glad she was there was during Tony's Tony's uh, scene, but we'll, we'll yeah. get to that because that. Yeah. But yeah, um, that whole battle is. Yeah, she's she does not look like she's having uh, any fun really. Yeah. Um. Even during the sort of the I don't know what to call it the the women heroes moment yeah. I, I don't know, uh, know yeah I I like that moment in theory but it felt like kind of like here's all these characters that don't have their own movie right you it's know? like well yeah, yeah it's like, like it's like this yeah 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 like just I don't know like. Even from what's announced from future films, there, there's like, oh yeah, Black Widow movie coming, uh, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, well, <laughs> probably Captain yeah. Marvel too, but like, 
it's not even an it's not announced it's like it's oh. weird to do that scene when you have had like one right female well, hero headliner and it was like one movie yeah. ago not like not like 10 years ago when the, the universe started one year ago is it is interesting uh and i don't i think gamora and um nebula would and i've heard this from other people but they should have maybe been the center of that scene yeah. they maybe should have been the people who uh were trying to get the glove towards the towards the yeah. ugly brown man <laughs> because uh, like, yeah because like captain marvel doesn't need that. Mm. <laughs> she just flies through everyone it's like it's, it's so weird and just like yeah i don't know it's yeah like it's a, again it's a cool moment in theory i liked it right but yeah. it's just Her like thing it's just be... weird it's just like yeah i, I yeah. wish it was i don't know it, i wish the the universe like the, i wish the movie production part of it was like it wasn't just it just it didn't just feel like lip service mm-hmm. yeah yeah and if it doesn't pay out it pay off as anything it, it will forever feel like that um because like i feel like it should have been captain marvel like just going full like super saiyan against thanos just like fucking like you know people yell these two of them like yelling at each other and like throwing their energy at each other like give me that um but hey i'm not gonna complain about what they did give us because it was it was pretty freaking awesome like Hearing yeah. hearing the van's like alarm music was like yes, like Luis isn't in the movie, but I you feel Luis as if he's there. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, <laughs> like I want to see it in Ant Man three or whatever that's gonna be of like Luis telling the story of that battle. Um, that's what I really want. <laughs> yes, like, please. <laughs> give it to like us. he was there. You didn't see him, but you he was there. Yeah. Yeah, Louise. Uh, there were two sets of steps on yeah. the beach, and one of them was Louise. Um, <laughs> um oh, yes, yeah, yeah, but um, there's so many things like, yeah, 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 um, yeah, and ending that battle on I am Iron Man, perfect, perfect yeah. ending to the character, perfect. Everything mm-hmm. you close this arc, you have the, the the great great scene with uh Peter with Peter Parker that calls him Tony in the end. It's I cried <laughs> twice. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's but it's I feel like it closes that character's arc. Uh it pays off so much yeah, stuff. It yeah, pays exactly. off it pays off his stuff with peter it pays off every it it pays off that line from event from the avengers you're, you're not the guy to lay down on the wire for somebody else like well he is and it's just it's just it's so perfect um, and you even get the the scene with the hologram and his daughter after that that's mm-hmm. great the the funeral or everyone Favreau, like, yeah uh john favreau with that little girl and she's yeah. like He's asking what she wants, like cheeseburgers, and his his face when she says cheeseburgers, yeah. cheeseburgers. Uh, yeah, get, you, yeah, it's just it's yeah. so good. Fa- Favreau, that 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 made me cry, and Tony, like the fact that the sort of yeah 
the the progenitors of all of this, the two of them getting those scenes to sort of yeah 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 the, that was that was very affecting. Um, yeah, that that really that yeah. really hit me. Um, yeah. Um, and what else? Yeah. I don't know where else to go. But yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, I, I like that the kid for uh, from Iron Man three is there. I like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, that pissed a lot of people off, but I, I don't care. Um, yeah. Everyone was like, "Who's that guy? Are they teasing something?" Uh, the weird, mm-hmm. the the weirdest person that's there is like. Uh, Us. Hawkeye, Hawkeye, what? No, Ross, it was Hawkeye adopted an Asian kid. At some point, it's like. Am I? I, I mean, I, I fully like, believe that you saw that, but I don't remember that at all. Like, I, 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 it, it is like he's with his family, and there's like, like, Asian sixteen-year-old, fifteen-year-old. Like, this again. It's it very, yeah, but it's. I don't know. I like. I feel like I imagined it twice because I'm looking it up and. I, who is that guy? She's, is it like she's Russo? She's Joe Russo or Anthony Russo's daughter. One of them, one of their daughters. Oh. So okay, it might be uh, she might one of their wives might be Asian. I mean that that could be a thing. Um, that is weird though. But I understand. I understand the casting choice. Um, no, yeah. no, no. I'm not talking about his daughter, oh, Hawkeye's I, daughter. I don't know who you're talking about. Then. I'm talking about. <laughs> I feel like I'm crazy. I'm talking about the maybe they his, his daughter and his wife and his other two children. And there's like this, and <laughs> I don't an know Asian who kid. you're talking about. There, I think you might have. Okay, okay, okay. Next time you watch this movie, look at that because I feel like I like. I watched this movie twice, and the first time I was like, what the fuck is that here? And the second time I was like, still, who the fuck is that character? <laughs> so, Eric, I, I hate to tell you this, you might be cursed by a Japanese grudge spirit from the titular film The okay. Grudge. I'm going um, I'm to find a picture or something. I don't know, there's some leaked stuff online. I'm going to find it, I'm going to show it to you, and then we're going to freak out about it together because it's very very weird i feel like it's like oh yeah he killed a bunch of asian people when he adopted an asian kid that's what i like that's what the only thing that makes sense in my head but i was like is this a comic reference is this something i should know is are they teasing something with that and then no one is talking about it so this maybe i'm weird, crazy maybe this is i'm a crazy weird mandala effect type of moment because yeah. you might be like remembering something from an alternate universe or something yeah. like, <laughs> i hope i'm not going I, i'm losing my mind on this episode okay i i don't know is there anything else you want to talk about with uh avengers um I think we can kind of just wrap up in general because yeah. we must be yeah. at over an hour and a half. We yeah. can okay, yeah. We can discuss Thrones another night. Yeah, um, okay. No problem. We'll yeah, we'll do uh, Thrones at some other point. Um, yeah, I feel I love this movie. I think he nailed it. I'm so happy it exists. Yeah. I yeah. I I never would have thought I would like it as much as I did, and it's it, I think they just nailed. Yeah why like this movie is why this universe 
is what I, why I care so much about the MCU. Like it's it's all in this. It's all in those characters. It's all in like the the tone and the stakes and the and how they just make it all fit together. And I perfect ending to to that universe with all its up and downs, and it ends on a very. And now I'm excited to see what's next. I'm, uh, I'm on the similar. I'm in a similar vein. I, I'm excited to see what's next, but I'm not gonna be like comparing it to what came before. Like I'm fully able to go into Eternals or Shang Chi and just like yeah. judge them as movies or judge them as Marvel movies, but not be like, well, this isn't as good as every other Marvel movie because it. I feel like they're starting over. Uh, I feel like that's what the hammer noises and the credits were sort of a, an indication of that. Um, and yeah, I'm like, I'm, I don't think I've ever been more on, more on the train for these movies, but ha- not having this sense of like the next one has to be the best movie ever. Um, and that's something that has happened to me before where I get this sort of hype explosion after a good Marvel movie. Like if the next one's okay, that's well, that's okay, that's fine, um, and I, I that's a really good place to be with a section of entertainment that is only going to grow more. Because if they go at the rate of they're currently going, there's going to be thirty movies by the end of the next ten years um, in <laughs> in this next set of movies. Um, so yeah, like I'm excited for where things are going, and I. Uh, but I can't wait to patiently, you know, go to each movie one by one. And I, so yeah, that's a, that'll be a fun time. Um, yeah. Mm. No, I think we can do plugs now. Uh, cause yeah. uh, I got nothing else. Yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitter. Uh, I'm at easier. You can also follow me on Instagram. I'm also, I'm easier there too. Uh, I like to review every movie that I watch. I haven't been keeping up. I'm like a few movies uh, behind, but I'll, I'll be back to the uh, probably sometime this weekend. So um, also, I'm just going to do a small recommendation because I feel like it's a good podcast to do it. Uh, if you like movies like me, classic movies, you should look into the Criterion channel uh, streaming service. It has like a bunch of really great stuff. I'm so happy I have it. I'm, I'm I've been digging into it and watching cool stuff, rewatching cool stuff, and I I'm gonna get into all those classic films I've never seen. So if just just look into it, and if you like Godzilla, there's a bunch of Godzilla movies too. So that's my quick quick plug uh, for something that I have no influence over. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, uh, let's see. Monster Mash uh, is coming soon because, uh, yeah, uh, it's not like we're going to have scheduling problems every single month or anything. Um, so, yeah, I uh, look forward to that. And uh, Phantom Zone every week, seemingly, so far. <laughs> uh, it usually comes out at least once a week, so go listen to that we are planning on doing something um extraordinary something uh uh extra special here very soon so uh look forward to that uh and uh yeah 
Bye. Fuck Peter Farrelly. Bye. And Thanos.